Hello. Hello, Merlin. How's everything going uh, way up there? Everything is fine, Dan. How's everything going in whatever cardinal or ordinal direction you are from me? I mean, it feels, things feel fine. Southwest? You know, I keep meaning to learn what all those uh, other ones mean. There's Delta, there's uh, United, Southwest, uh -huh. um, the well, Alaskan. De Delta, United, and those are other cardinal directions? Yeah. Huh. Huh. How do you feel? I want to write this down. How do you feel about, I don't, I don't have much today. I have some wins, and, and I have some tech, and I have more of my um, uh, cool things I learned this week, whatever it's called, our trademarked uh, thing. Um, how do you feel? Uh, do, you have, do you have a feeling, as a sports fan, do you have a feeling about, I think it's called, uh, was it called collective singular? Collective plural? Like, how do you feel about, like, uh, a name for a team that is a uh, well, well help me out with this it's like when you say like the uh, is a stanford stanford's team is called the cardinal i think or the yeah, oak the, or the, something oh, yes that's correct yes the, uh, you're not helping me see i i don't i don't like i'm not a sports fan so i'm not really entitled to an opinion uh but i i don't i personally don't care for names like that i'm against it. i'm strongly against it i'm going to come out as against what if it was called the philadelphia eagle I like for some reason I like that. I don't. But know. But they found like the fourth Webster's definition, like way, way, way down. <laughs> you know, like murder of crows kind of thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's an, an eagle actually has nothing to do with the majestic bird. You know, what are some other ones? You got the um, let's see, uh, what are the soccer teams? So you have the Tampa Bay Rowdies. They are. Do people a... still like soccer is a big internationally where they call it football? And like, by the way, I just want to come yeah. out and also say this. I'm okay that they call it football. That doesn't bother you. No, it really doesn't. Does it bother doesn't. you when American people call it football? When they yes, do, when yes, that's what. And I, you, you were, you were almost precognitive in knowing where I was going with that. I only, it only bothers me when Americans call it football. Other people can oh. call whatever they want. I have no agency. What about footy? Or, or you like jersey. when people call it footy? I've never heard that. Oh, and I hope to never hear that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a big world. What are some of the now? See, I'm spacing out. Now, can I'm going to learn? Is Stanford called the Cardinal or are they called the Oak Tree? Is I think I want to say they're called the, the Cardinal. What what is the name for that term, Dan? That I'm forgetting. Is it mascot? Collective. There is a Stanford plural? Cardinal, which is Collective a football team. There's Stanford plural. Cardinal, which is a track and field team. There's Stanford Cardinal, which is a men's golf team. There's Stanford Cardinal, which is a women's basketball you're, team. You're digging very, very deeply into an area with zero oil. Um, <laughs> collective plural sports. Um, oh, Matt. sport. Do you, do you like it when people in the UK uh, refer to sport? I don't like that. Of, are you a fan me. of sport? Now, what about when American people say they like sport like footy? <laughs> I've never heard the footy thing before. What about when they say Apple are the sport of footy? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I you know, I, I, I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like if, uh, if a dad were an API title. Well, I try to be really permissive in, in what I accept. 
See, I, I think I'm not awake yet because I, I'm doing that thing yeah. where like tip of the tongue phenomenon, except for my entire brain, where I know that all of these things are there. I uh -huh. just don't have access. Somebody <laughs> cut the top off all the tabs and yeah. then they, all the folders look the same they now. They look the same. You don't know what's in each folder. The Cardinal Sport. Um, what, what was another, what, isn't there one, wasn't there another Florida footy team? That was it the Fort Lauderdale. Oh, they were the Strikers. Can right? I tell you? I, I have something yeah. to share with you. All right. And our listeners. Okay. Never in my life have I watched a soccer game from start to finish. There have never? been times never. It's there really have been good. There have been times where I accidentally in a way that you don't I watch couldn't, the Premier League of footy? In a way that I couldn't avoid hmm. accidentally watch some on a television. So the oh, I apologize. Like, a, like, like, like you had a head wound in an emergency room, <laughs> or you were in an airport bar, yeah, an airport bar, or, or you're like inches away from your face. You're at some kind of Don, Donnie Wahlberg hamburger shit show, right? And you that's, can't get away. You terrific, can't get away from it. That's a terrific chain, by the way. <laughs> Have you ever gone to, to the Donnie Wahlberg? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a collective plural. It's called. It's oh, called, it has uh, to be good if a celebrity and made the, it. The, the Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Hamburger shit show. Yeah. I once was stuck. Well, no one doesn't feel stuck at an airport. I was imbued. I was I was I was privileged to have the opportunity to be in an airport. And I went to get some food and a beverage, an adult beverage, and I was in, I think it was called something like Wahlberg's. And the Donnie Wahlberg family, apparently, I don't know if this still exists. This might be a fever dream, Dan. A lot of my travel feels like a fever dream. This is years ago. And I'm in one of those like you know, it's one of those, like, you're really not supposed to spend a ton of time there. You get in, you get out, you sit at the bar. You say, of course, I'll have the large Michelob or whatever. And then, um, although I don't, I don't really care for beer anymore. But, but the point being, I, I was situated at this bar. And in, in my memory, it was, the screen was three inches from my face. Now, I will see to you that it was probably more than three inches from my face. But on this screen, and I, I don't remember which is worse. Was the sound on or was the sound off? In any case, it appeared to be some kind of a bespoke. This might be a TV show I don't know about. Uh -huh. Maybe it's all the great Wahlbergs or something. But there was a TV show featuring, there was the guy. I don't know if it's Donnie. There was, there was the guy who was really good in uh, The Sixth Sense who was in yeah, the boy band. That was not Donnie. That was not Donnie. That was another Walter, one. Walter Wahlberg. Yeah. He's the I one call him, I call him Walt. He's the one who knocks. Okay. I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> right. They call it the Wahlberg uncertainty principle title. Yes. And I was inches, inches away as I was enjoying my, you know, completely generic bespoke burger. And, and I, 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 you know, it might have been a reality show. Maybe I have just forgotten that there is a, a Wahlberg family reality show. But it, 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 for, for me, and, you know, when you travel, at least if you're like me, you get a little bit weird. And I felt like I was watching a documentary about the hamburger shit show. You know, they started uh, in the hate in 1966. The Hamburger Shit Show was one of the most popular psychedelic bands in town before the Summer of Love. Back then, it was just the autumn of uh, indifference. <laughs> Whew. It's really funny you that my to, brain like, can... Today, I'm going to say, I'm not even going to ask. Yeah. I know that you need to lay down. Yeah, but I'm killing it in all the ways that don't matter. Um, you know, my, my recall's bad. But no, let's get, let's get back to you and your concerns. Uh, but Dan, you got to help me out. What's another one of these that bothers me? Uh, is, is, isn't there now? Oh, okay. So the, 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 the team that used to be the native Americans in DC, they're called like the national defender now or something, right? What are they called? They used to be called the, uh, Washington footy club for a while. And now what are they called? The senators. 
the um, sergeants at arms. What, what's the name of the uh, the DC team now? <laughs> I, the 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 Washington football team. No, 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 no. Foot, footy. But oh, in that I, you're asking me about soccer. I don't it? know. No, Who no, cares? No, no. Footy, as in football. What what's the Washington Footy Club? Well, they used to be named after the Native Americans, and people didn't like that for really good reasons. And now, what are they called now? Uh, oh, you know, they're recently changed to the Commanders, right? Instead of the Washington football team, they're the Commanders. Do they ever play the Masters? No, that's in, <laughs> that's in, that's in Georgia, right? That's where you get a green jacket, and Russell Crowe gives it to you. But they the only Masters. started calling the, the Commanders and Commanders. They only call them the Stay Masters and Commanders, like um, oh. for a few weeks. You know who's in that is Paul Bettany. Never seen that movie. Oh, it might Master be the world's greatest Commander, dad movie. Far if you've side watched, if you've watched all the episodes of Forged in Fire, and you're ready for some new dad content. Check out the uh, the film Master and Commander. Is that the I one where they shoot the dolphin? What do you mean, the glass blowing show? There's some pirate movie where they shoot a dolphin. Uh, oh, pirate a do- like a dolphin fish. Shoot, no, no, like a dolphin, the mammal. You sure it's a mammal? Yes. But isn't there a kind of fish that's called dolphin too? It, they, they had to yes. take it off menus because people thought that you were eating flipper. Yes. And not not the Southern California punk band. What was that movie? The Somebody's Cove. Is that it? This. The Cove? Yeah, The Cove. The Washington Cove is the name of the team. Uh, and it's called a, a, a plural, a collective a collective plural. Now, what's another one, Dave? Uh, that's a documentary one. about it. No, this is a movie which like a, it's like a pirate movie. And there's something where they bring up a dolphin accidentally on the, the boat, and they got to assassinate the dolphin. I think you might be thinking of The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. I don't know. And they spell it wrong. That's what they call it, Trap Street. Was it Coleridge who wrote uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner? I want to say Coleridge, but I could be wrong. But they say R-I-M-E. I think that's what they call it, Trap Street. You know you know what Trap Street is, Dan? No. It's kind of like a canary trap. Do you know about canary traps and trap streets? So the canary trap is where if you're like mining and they send a canary down with you, and if the canary dies, you just mm-hmm. get out of the mine a- ASAP. Ditto in Arrival. They use remember, that in Arrival, and they also use... Remember there's use, a bird in the room with Evan Costello? Yes, and they use the doves... Uh, in uh, Close Encounters, so, but dove, they poison. They spoiler alert. They pre-poison oh. the doves. Pre-poison doves. Mm. Do you get those at Petco, or is that something you have to get somewhere more? The government like a, issues those. Gray market, government issued uh, poisoned birds. doves. Poisoned doves. It's like in you know they have Red a lifespan. Red leather, yellow leather. Like a clone. Who? Who skin? Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Remember, he gets so mad. So I think about Rumpelstiltskin. He may have exceeded Yosemite Sam in my mental picture of someone angry. Because you remember what actually happens in Rumpelstiltskin? No. Is, I think that's the one where he has the spinning wheel. He has a wheel, and he says, gold. if you touch a wheel, if you're, if you're poked by the needle, you, you become you Cinderella. You become Cinderella for six months, mm-hmm. and then you get kissed, and you wake up if you find true love. And Is then it consensual, Dan? You're back to life with a. Back to a, life. Back to life. You're Rumpelstiltskin now. If memory Most, serves, mostly he hops. dead. I, if memory serves, and there's a line from this that I, I might have actually highlighted in my child's book, but at one point Rumpelstiltskin gets so mad, he makes the equivalent at the end, at the, end of the story. And I, I'm, this is spoilers for Rumpelstiltskin, so come back in 30 seconds. Me, mm-hmm. But he gets so mad, he kind of makes the Yosemite Sam noise. He kind of makes the equivalent of, <clears throat> let me get this right, Ooh! and then he literally tears himself in two. Do you remember this? No. He hops around on one foot. I think he might start at the crotch. He opens himself like an envelope. And he says, Rumpelstiltskin is my name. And he tears himself into it. Do you remember this at all? No. Okay. Rumpelstiltskin spoilers. Stilt skin. 
Yeah. Um, there was another one though. Um, what's the, there's the Stanford Cardinal or tree. And then what's, what's, what is it I'm so mad about? Isn't there another one? Collective plural sports teams. I bet both of our listeners are jumping up and down right now. Um, oh wait, here we go. We might have here. What are collective nouns? Do you have, do you have other examples of collective nouns that you like? Well, you know, there's all the bird ones and all the animal ones people like. Murder of Crows, I think being a famous one. People that's a famous, that's the good one. Are names of sports teams and bands singular or plural? I th- I'm going to say that they are, um, if, you know, it is a group, and I think if it's a plural name, then you go with plural. If it's singular name, then you go, you got to go with singular. Okay. So the, well, the Eagles the, are? The, oh, 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 you're, you're, you're getting right to usage, which yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're cutting a, cutting a fast path to that. Pragmatic. Yeah. There's another one. Uh, boy, what's the other one I'm thinking of, Dan? Will, will, will it occur to you later? I hope it does. Yeah, I should get more into sports. I like sports sometimes. I mean, I, I could be forgiven for being called, I think, well, now I'm really getting meta-speculative. Hmm. Uh, but uh, but uh, no, I'm not a Fairweather fan. In other words, I'm not like one of those, oh, the Cubs suck as usual, except this year they don't suck. Like, if there's lots of exciting um, games, if it's basketball, or as you say, basketball, mm-hmm. I, we absolutely, we will watch all of the basketball. My main beef with the basketball, I don't understand this. Well, you don't want to, can, can you not get me started on this? But it drives me bananas that it takes so long to get to the fireworks factory. Like, there's all the, there's games and games and games, and you got to look at the, that's the seven in some cases. And then, like this year, when you finally get to the finals, uh, and it was, it was the, our basketball team versus another one, and they're from different cities. And so they'd play a game, for example, at Chase Center in, in uh, as you say, Frisco. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? There's, it's not like ba- baseball. See, in baseball, oh boy, you ever heard the story about how the, 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 like the, the family, like the couple that makes the baseball schedule? You ever heard that? That makes us the schedule? Oh, my God. This Have you heard about the guy that, that has the special mud? That he has to rub every baseball in, and only he has the mud, and it's only in his secret? Well, it's like the formula for Coke. Except for standing still while while ads run. Let's see, baseball. What was I talking about? Baseball. Um, oh yeah, schedule. Baseball schedule. MLB schedule. Um, but um, but but Dan, I, I hate to be serious about this, but jokes mm-hmm. will let the room for a minute. This is there's so much about this is frustrating. If anybody contacts me about this, there will be a reckoning. But here's what happens: <laughs> they come to they come to uh, who was who'd we play in the big basketball game? It was the Warriors versus. Um, Oh, uh, the Celtics, I want to say. Now, the Celtics play on that pretty wood floor. I want to say a parquet floor, but I don't know. Uh, parquet court's a very good band. Sounds like pavement. But anyway, you got the, it used to be the Boston Garden, and now I think it's, it's like the Boston, Boston Chicken Crypto Arena title. <laughs> and um, I don't... you notice everything's crypto now, Dan? All, all the arenas are crypto? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't love that. Um, I mean, and just because, I don't think that's going to age well at all. I mean, it would be it would be like I don't know playing. It would be like the Bears, like in '77, playing in the concept of macrame arena. Like it just wouldn't sound good in like two years. Mm. But um, but what happened was you. I don't remember where it started, but you play a game at the home, you know, or so you alternate, Dan. Yeah. But between the 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 Boston Chicken Crypto Garden and Chase Center. And so you play a game and somebody wins or loses, right? 
well, technically somebody wins and somebody loses. This is the glory of sport or footy, as you call it. Mm-hmm. And then what, what, what happens is they say, okay, well, good game, guys. Good game. Good game. And then, uh, and then t- two to four days later, they play in the other city. And then after they play in that city, there's traveling four, involved. Well, I mean, if you carry the ball, if you and then if you stick that your hand through horrible. the net, that was horrible. That was horrible. Then if you stick your hand through the net, that's called goaltending. Now I have seen footy. many basketball games. Uh, I've seen one or two professional basketball games, and I've seen very exciting. Many, 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 many college basketball games when I lived in North Carolina. Uh, I would uh, the UNC games. A buddy of mine had like season tickets, and so I got to go frequently. And, uh, wait, wait, and that wait, wait, was fun. is this for the seven? I'm sorry, I was I, I'm reading a page on someone's blog about collective nouns. I apologize. I'm usually very attentive. Are you talking about the, the Sixers? Uh, like, no, this was in this was magic. in uh, <gasps> North Carolina, <gasps> Dan, and it was Dan, college. Dan, Dan, so it was UNC. Dan, sorry, just in passing, Orlando Magic. I did see the Orlando no, Magic. No, no, Dan, Dan, yes. collective noun. They're not the Orlando Magics. Uh. No, they're not. So they're I would Orlando say the Orlando Magic. Magic is having a winning streak. So you saw the what the the uh, the Archers of Low for another North Carolina band. Who, what, what Carolina were you in? Uh, I was in North Carolina. Um, North Carolina, up yes. uh, uh, high country. And um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and uh, the do they have do they have mustard barbecue there? Or is that just South Carolina? I'm not. Was not super into. North Carolina barbecue. They do a lot of vinegar they sauces. They do have Arches of Love, though, and Arches of Love do have a new single, so just something to keep track of. I'll put it in notes. But the Tar Heels, uh, the which Tar is the Heels. UNC basketball game. Uh, people to, seem people, very, players. Uh, really enjoy the, 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 that's one of those teams that seems like they have a lot of uh, fans who aren't in college. A lot, yeah. The whole and they're town good. Is, they're pretty good, right? Yeah, they're, they're a very good team. And that was fun to watch, but watching basketball on TV, I don't, I don't really get anything out of that. I'm... It's come along. It's really fun. When we first time, we've been to I think two Warriors games, one in Oakland at the old place, and one. God, it's been a while now. When it very first opened, and it's so strange. I'm so used to watching games on TV, and I have this like mental model of like you know, it's it's really way easier to follow than it used to be. I guess partly because. I mean, secondarily, the like non-primary over-the-court shots have gotten way better. The replays, consequently, the replays have gotten better. But also just that like view of the court has gotten so much better. If you watch a game, like a Bob Cousy-style game, like an oldie, like it's just a camera pointed at white guys running up and down wood. Mm. Um, but, uh, okay, so, so, so Tar Heels, and what was I going to say about... I, I get confused, though, because I have a mental model of who's on what side and stuff like that, third base. So you went to see the heels, they call them the heel. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot. The Carolina heel, Tar Heels. Yep. And but you're not you're not into it. Well, you what do you like? What what sport uh, do you like to see with that regard to the team? I'm seeing here according to this blog post, uh, Minnesota Wild. They give as an example of a collective. I don't know what that is. Minnesota, I think of as the Golden Gophers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have no. A, don't even, don't even need a reason. I uh... just do that to the Minnesota team. <laughs> do that to the. Um, football, American football, uh, primarily NFL. I do enjoy college, uh, especially if I'm in person watching the team. I really, really enjoy that. I watched for many years, had season, season t- pass holder to the UCF Knights 
uh, and, and watch them UCF really come is, up. is an Orlando team, right? It is. It's okay. where I went, uh, University of Central Florida. It's uh, a team that when I was there, no what one cared that, about. What's, what's the name of their team? The Knights. The Knights. Mm-hmm. Okay. With and I always enjoyed watching them. That was great fun. Many, it's not, many, it's not, many. It's not a porno thing. It's, it's Knights with a K. Knights with a K. Mm-hmm. And I loved Orlando going after to dark. that. Yeah, Orlando that's after cool. dark. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, last words can be a lot of fun. Who was talking about this? Oh, Marco, friend of the show, Marco Arment, was talking about this on the last ATP where he went to see Fish a couple times and was talking about, um, who's a surprisingly, I'm not super familiar with Fish, but I saw him once and they were great. Um, but he's talking about, like, you know, the fun of, like, live events, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. really going to see almost any music live can really be a lot of fun. Yeah. And going to almost sports live can be pretty, even if you're going to, like, some kind of Z-League, you know, uh, minor, minor, extremely minor, n- nano, minor team. It can be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know. If, if you haven't, that. I wanted to say to our audience, Mark, yes, that if they have not been to a live game and they have the opportunity to go Any to a game, a college game, basketball, football, it could be backgammon. Could could go and watch Jared Kushner play backgammon. Any kind of game. Well, mm-hmm. I was thinking more of a physical sporting, but I'll tell you, this always mm-hmm. comes back for me at the end of the day. Always comes back to the the guilt that i feel because i was well, raised that, and that that's when we get back to my jokes leaving the room thing about this goddamn travel stuff with basketball yeah okay yeah i see where you might go with Dan, that think about how many people i don't know i mean i remember when i learned that there are i don't know the exact number but for example it, it really surprised me n- not for any reason but just because it surprised me to learn that when they're filming survivor yeah i, I don't know in my head i was imagining a crew of perhaps 20 people mm-hmm. perhaps may, maybe like high end 50 people there are hundreds of people are they really yeah 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 it's completely bananas um th- th- that are doing that at uh at one time hmm. and oh wait now what did that have to do with uh with uh what were you talking about you're talking about ucf and then you were talking about uh oh yeah so think about how many people got to get on an aeroplane and fly to the crypto center yeah like i don't know man it's like I, I, I don't want to have become as cynical as I am becoming now that we've won recycling as a jam up. I am, I mean, one of those people that is often very inclined to repeat the, I think, funny, snarky cliche. Well, hope you all enjoyed, like, for example, I, I, I've seen a flight map of private jets leaving the Bay Area. This is without regard to, to, the, to the Celtics or to the Warriors, but like the number, the traffic of private jets leaving a city after a championship game, which, you know, that may seem like fish in a barrel because, oh, well, it is the championship game. But, like, it's so bananas how much people continue to fly. And when it's built into your game, and I, I think I understand why. My wife has explained it to me. She sighs a lot when she explains it to me. But she says, look, if you're at Crypto Center and you're one of the Celtic, um, uh, like, you know, season pass holders or, you know, you bought out a, a row, a box or whatever for all of your your big clients, right? You, you can't do baseball and play three games here and three games there. That just wouldn't work out. Right. I just think personally it bugs me personally because it really kills the momentum. Like when you've watched a game, whether the team, I, personally, I don't care which team wins. I just want a good game. My wife differs. She wants the other team to be destroyed by our home team. Well, let me ask you a question about that. Pause what you were saying, and let me just, just a quick interjection. Yes. Do you find that you have, like, a favorite team, whether it's local or not? 
do you have that? Yeah. I mean, when we were more into basketball, gosh. And, and I want to ask you because okay. typically people. I'm talking uh, about I, like, right, right, like teams that are playing now that you like all other things being equal. You, like I'm not a sports fan as stipulated, but you're saying like, if I see that there's a game by X team in Y sport, I'm more inclined to turn it on than if it's somebody else. Well, yeah. Like for example, I'm, I'm Where I read the box scores. born and raised in Philadelphia. And Philadelphia. so the, mm-hmm. the, the big teams for me, because we haven't talked about baseball much. I love baseball also MLB. You got Mike Schmidt, man. Got Mike Schmidt. And so the Eagles for me though, Carl, what, Carl, Carl Yastrzemski, right? You got mm-hmm. Wade Boggs. Mm-hmm. You, you grew up with, right? Wasn't Wade Boggs a, a, a Philly? Yeah, I mean, we had amazing, amazing, like, if you want to go over a list um, of just the best Phillies players of all time, I mean, you got Jimmy Rollins, one of the best shortstops ever. You mm-hmm. mentioned Mike Schmidt. I think he's one of the best infielders ever to, great, to live. Great mustache. I mean, say what you want. We had Pete Rose, man. Yeah, that's when he moved to, what was he playing then? Because he was first base for the Reds. And then didn't he play a different position? No, sorry. I'm sorry. I have to take it back. He played third base for the Reds. Duh. And then I think he played first for the Phillies. And then he gambled and managed. Right? Yeah. 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 Pete Rose. I mean, yeah, I grew up in Cincinnati. Yeah, Cliff Lee. So I saw great some... pitcher. Cliff Lee. I mean, it's go, you can go way yeah. back to the 70s to get some great players in there. But, the, I mean, the point is. The point is. What about Bill Buckner? Was Bill Buckner a Red Sox? I... <sighs> He's the guy who's falsely accused of screwing up that play, and then everybody apologized. Remember the Bill Buckner play where Vaguely, one put his legs? Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up for notes. But, you know, it, when it comes to this kind of thing, I, I enjoy, first and foremost, I enjoy the football. I enjoy watching the NFL. And for you like me, it as a game. I like it as a game. The mm-hmm. Eagles are my favorite team because I was born and raised in Philadelphia, and everybody there it was a big deal like that was very much you like them more when they're having a good season or you just you like them in the same way how would you not like it better if they're ever having a good season of course of course you want your team to have a great season every time but that's not realistic no but you know you have so the the thing is you go out there and you have these eagles and they're good they're playing and stuff and then then i have my i think people who have a, a love for a certain team of course the eagles are in the nfc east um you know you don't want to get like you can't Gruber. have. You don't two... want to get like Gruber with the Yankees and the Cowboys, especially with the Yankees. Well, and the, the, the thing is this: I I think one time I I asked him. I said, "Listen, you're born and raised in Philly, like me. Why don't you like the Phillies?" He's like, "Well, I do like the Phillies, but th- my main team is the Yankees." And I said, "Why?" And I forget if it was his dad or his but granddad. He was probably pulling for Watson in the chess tournament. But he like, he, he likes, only likes winners. He likes the um yeah. He likes the Yankees because he he said his dad or something likes it, which is fine, I guess. But he just randomly picked the uh, the Cowboys because they were, like you said, they were just a winning team, and he liked them because they were a winning team. And I yeah. feel like that's performative. I feel like you ha- you're stuck with the teams of the place that you you're were. Certainly born. not alone. I mean, but you have to like. But this is the thing: if you're born so in big. Philly and you don't like the Eagles, you're there's something move, wrong move. with you. Okay. So my second team was my mm. adopted team, which I also think people have if they move. And that is the Miami Dolphins because when I moved to Florida, mm. we had a wonderful Miami well, Dolphins you team. Were there so when that white Dan guy Marino. Was, uh, yeah, he was the pitcher back then. Yeah, yeah, Dan Marino. The, I remember the pitcher. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. He was a great pitcher. I have a special affection. I think I've told the story here about the day I met, uh, the night that I met the '79 Dodgers, uh, which is one of the greatest experiences of my entire life. Uh, it's a great story, uh, and I pulled for the Reds because. 
just to state the somewhat obvious for you olds, I was in thir- third grade when they won, I think against Boston, actually, in 75, uh, the World Series. And then I also, then I was in fourth grade, I think, when uh, they won the next year in 76. So growing up with the big red machine, I mean, yeah. five tool players. You got some tools, you got some players out there. I mean, you, just off the dome, you got Johnny Bench behind the plate. Right, you got you got Pete Rose at first. You got Joe Morgan. Sorry, sorry. God, dang it! You've got George. No, George Foster was in the outfield. Joe Morgan at second. Dave Concepcion. Are you one of those people stop. who remember stuff like that? Like, oh, no. this guy played. No, I'm just this looking year. this all up online. Oh. Yeah, of course I'm, I do. Yeah, I am not. I am that, and and that's why I think very, for very you, little, very little, very. Well, here's little. the thing. I'm going to make a suggestion for you. I want you to focus on the MLB now. Because okay, if you're into planes, stats, though, I'm still mad about the planes. Stats, you're a ba- if you're into stats, you're a baseball guy. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. They, those okay. are the, the biggest nerds in sports are baseball nerds. They know, oh, the RBI is a thing. I don't pay any attention to that. I want to watch the game. I don't care who's doing what. I don't care if the guy, you know, what his RBI. That doesn't matter. I just want to watch. What about I want do to you like those obscure pitch. facts that the retired no. sportsman will say about something like, "Well, no. you know, in on nights when the humidity was below seventy percent, and nope. he had a pot pie for dinner. He's he's throwing heat." I you love that there are people who know that stuff, and I'm fascinated. I love by the that. producers that feed it to him, so they sound smart. But I don't care about any of that nonsense. I don't care about that. Okay. But the the, the guilt that what's, I have with what, the football. Wait, no, what's, what what you wait? I want to talk about the airplanes. But you, you're telling me there's an exercise you would like me to undertake? Is it a sports thing? You, um, you, you, about, about, uh, about uh, I don't know, 60, 80 seconds ago, you, you were about to present something to me that sounded like homework. Well, I'm just suggesting sport? that you find a team that you like. And if you, because here's the key. I've often heard people say to me, Mm. Oh, I, I can't get into and then insert sport. And I, and if they say basketball or soccer or hockey, I say, but you're, you're like right. Saying like, I can't get into automobile repair. Well, it's like, well, why would I need to be? Well, I, uh, I, I think, I think it's a little different than yeah. automobile repair. Yeah, all right. Um, in that there are millions of people who enjoy. You're saying put your back in it, put some wood behind it. What I'm arrow. saying is I think that you yes. need to develop an affinity for a specific team that you can follow. And that I is a gateway that. to get into yeah. something. And it well, should. I don't know that I want to be, but I'll do Where it. Where were you the born? Show. Where were you born? Fla- I don't Florida? know. Jewish hospital, Cincinnati, Ohio. In Ohio. So that, are you, did you grow up there for very long? Oh my God. Yeah. If memory serves, I lived there until I was 12. And uh, I did, I did meet, uh, I did, I met Steve Garvey and the 79 I saw Davy Lopes's Wang. Um, I met Tommy Lasorda. I saw I met Ron Say, but specifically Steve Garvey. It's a really good story. Steve Garvey signed my ball, you know. And you, well, and you know who you know who took us there, Dan? Bob Trumpy, former center for the uh, Bengals. Well, you're in you're in luck because the there are Ohio has an so many great teams. You've got Cleveland the o- Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Toronto Blue Jays. That's um, Ohio, right? You've got the the um, you got the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals. We had original season tickets. See, I mean, these are teams. That I would love it if you came out as a Bengals fan. Hmm. This would be fantastic. Is that Chris Collingwood or is that the guy from Fountains of Wayne? Which one's the guy, the blonde guy? <laughs> Boomer Esiason, is that his name? The blonde guy. And Jim, 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 what's his name? That's the guy with the headband in the uh, refrigerator dance video, right? Mm. Jim, uh, Jim O'Hurlihy or something like that. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll get into it. I just think, I just think 
when I hear about so what's what's your guesstimate? So you got you're gonna you're playing a basketball game in San Francisco, win or lose, everybody packs up. A couple days later, you get on a plane, you you fly to Boston. Yeah. How many people are in? Tip, typically, don't be silly, but typically, what's your estimate? How many people are being flown back and forth usually? I, I bet it's a, well. You think say eight God. to eight to ten people. I see you got your front bench, you got your back bench, as they say in the UK. Okay. Okay. Is that right? <laughs> Is that uh members of parliament? That's what that or, or funkadelic for that matter. Uh-huh. But you're you, what you're saying, if I understand, is there's eight to ten people <laughs> that go back and forth. Probably eight to eight to ten people. You got a you couple get, you people. You get Steve for... Kerr and the other guy. Mm-hmm. You get the Splash Brothers, you get Draymond, you get uh now see we've lost a lot of players from 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 the uh from the uh Annis Mirabellis. Like we've lost you lot we lost Kevin Durant. Once again, once once again. Once again, Dan, never buying a jersey again. But well, I bought a John, Jason Jambi jersey and then the next season he left the A's. I got a Kevin Durant jersey. Next season he left uh, our basketball team. Do you feel like you're somehow responsible? Obviously. Yeah. I've learned my lesson. I have learned well, here's the thing is there have been many times People where fly I, too much, Dan. Where I wore, you know, a certain pair of socks or a hat or something to a game yes. and then Rally, they didn't yeah. they won Rally or they socks. didn't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like one time I'm it might have you know, I turned the hat around and they started to win, and I turned it back, they they'd stop winning. Yeah. Like this happens and I think it's important yeah, ra- ra- to figure Rally it out. Cap. Yeah. Anyway, and so the punchline is, and I say this in my head, I don't say it on Twitter. Because you know people say it too much. Oh, I'm glad I stopped using plastic straws. You know, you know how lousy paper straws are. I don't want to hurt a turtle, hurtle turtle, or hortus a tortoise. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want my my drinking, my my chronic drinking of all types of beverages to to hurt a uh, what is that amphibian? What's a turtle? Turtles are reptile. Mm, okay, I don't want to hurt anybody. I just and the want big ones to are, are mass homeotherms. Well, I don't think we say that anymore. Do you want to tell me about something you like? Yeah, sure. I, I can tell you That's about. Um, let's talk about masterclass. I think today. Oh, you down for that? You want to do that? It's one? Such a. It's such a. Sorry, I always interrupt you. It's such a pretty app. I love using it. It's on my Apple TV. I. Hey, yeah, I was mean, good. That's a great way to. How do you consume it? What is your consumption well, okay. style? I'll be honest. What with is you. it? What is masterclass? The, mo- the most extreme example on my Apple TV, in some ways, and this is going to sound weird, which is fine, but like I pay for the Criterion Channel mm. because, like, I cut my. T- I see that. I see that little jittery, like uh, Janice Films logo. Mm. You know, you like that? Fl- the flicker and well, yeah. I, that's what I cut my teeth on seeing like independent movies, and you know they acquired Janice. But Criterion, and I can't get my dumb kid to understand this. Um, like I, yeah, I watch movies on Criterion like a few times a month, but mostly I, I mean, I love the trailers. I love the special features that they make and like other people like sit there and look at all the murder on Netflix. I go down and I flip through Criterion because it pleases me and, uh, it's, I love the app. I love using it. Now here's the thing with masterclass. I'm not a masterclass, uh, completionist, but I will probably, I'm going to say, once a week to two, three times a month, I will just open Masterclass and just see what's in there. I'll watch me a Chris Foss. Obviously, I'll watch me a David Lynch. I'm not super into the Gordon Ramsay ones on there, although I can see why you would be. What I'm trying to say is why would I bring up Criterion? Because how many times am I stuck? There's a bug in Peacock right now that's just driving me crazy. My oh, kid what's gets it, it too. 
Well, I really like Peacock. Um, some people are hard on Peacock. I love that Peacock, every time you pull up something you've started watching, it pops up a lower third immediately that says, do you want to go back to the beginning or do you want to start over? Just write this down, everybody. Every piece of media should do that. Yeah. But you, it's got a weird thing where it hops over three rows on the homepage every time. And it, so, like, there's, there's apps that I suffer Put differently, there's apps whose experience I suffer in mm. order to get to the content. Mm. Masterworks, and like Criterion, I look forward to using. I really like the experience of using the, the Masterworks app. And of course, I love the content. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I don't know if this is part of their pitch and you haven't even told me what this thing is yet. I'm just here to tell you, if you go, meh, I can get all that on the Google-owned uh, video service. Well, you can get something on there. You could certainly get some person who likes stock photos or stock footage of white guys. But like, Master Class <laughs> is making actual good stuff. It's not just, don't think of it as just videos. I mean, on the one hand, you need not think of it as like, oh, this is going to be in lieu of a master's degree, well, or a master's class de degree. But they're so good, and they give you such a spirit of the people whose advice you're getting. And each one looks different. Each one has its own sort of aesthetic. And I just find it, I always want to pitch this because you get into the, the F's and B's, as you say, about what you get out of this. And you do get stuff out of it. I also want to make the pitch as an outsider that there's no shame in enjoying just watching something. Right. And Masterclass has endless amounts of stuff from uh, uh, people whose work you know and admire and telling you uh, about their thing. I always look at that Chris Foss guy. He's a little bit of a weirdo, but the Chris Foss one is really good. The negotiation guy, the guy who used to be like an FBI negotiator. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I first heard him on uh, How To, I think, with Charles Duhigg on the Slate Network, but he has a whole series. And, and Dan, isn't there like a curriculum? If you look at it on the web, they've yes. got like, it almost looks like, hey, here's your syllabus for this in order. Exactly. None of these are going to break your back time-wise, you know, and you can take it as lightly or as, as seriously as you want. I mean, I would still go ahead and get the master's degree if that master's class degree, if that's important to you. But you're going to learn a lot about the people behind stuff that you love and what they think is important about what they do. And I feel like that is presented. And I'm, I'm avoiding talking about inspiration and junk like that. But you're going to learn about how they actually work, how they think, how they put stuff together. Uh, I think I want to say Ron Howard has one. Yeah, Ron, Ron Howard was one, one of the first like ones that I was just so impressed. He's, by all, the way he's that always going to be uh, Richie Cunningham in my head. Yeah. Or more recently, I mean, like his voice is so indelibly associated with Arrested Development now. But um, I, I just like watching it, Dan. Can I say that? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Get to the. I just like watching it. Now get to the F's and B's. What are people going to get out of this? All right, I'll tell you. Basically, this masterclass stuff. Masterclass. You can watch it like Merlin does on your TV. You can watch Hello. it on your your laptop. I watch it on your refrigerator. We looked at our refrigerator the other day as a screen. I said, no, thank you. I, mean, I you will watch that. my masterclass uh, in uh, in landscape. There are people who have something like an iPad. They can watch it on that. I don't care. Like, it's up to them. Anywhere they want to go, they can watch this. Roku. Roku. And so what you do is you're going to pick from one of these many, many, many amazing hosts of these and it's their it's their brain it's like a Fine. main I'm you're mainlining their brain up. i'm opening it on my computer set i will look at ones i have watched so you asked. pick a topic you pick a genre you pick a person that you're interested in they're going to teach you about what they do and they're going to teach it in a way that only they can teach it based on their amazing knowledge 
and experience and all of the above. The road they traveled, Dan. The road not mm-hmm. taken. Oh, I think that I shall never see a masterclass. Says, Look at that. Meet your instructor, John Kabat-Zinn. That's the last one I was watching. There you go. Well, here's the way that this works. You get ac- John you Kabat-Zinn, get unli- you know him. I do know him. You get unlimited access to every masterclass, every single one. That's how this works. It's not like you pick one and you just get that one. And the video lessons, I just want to say the video lessons are about 10 minutes long. And then if you're doing one of them where you're like, there's like a, like a cooking one, they basically will have like a downloadable cookbook that's like super high end, like something you would buy in a store, all the stuff that comes along with it. It's, it's really, 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 really well done. Like unexpectedly well done. And you go to masterclass.com, you sign up for the membership and you will get, if you go to masterclass.com slash back to work, you will get 15% off the annual membership, which is amazing. That's That's a really, really great deal. So I highly recommend this. Merlin, I I think you've said so much about this, but who do you feel like people should start off with if they're going there? Is it Ron Howard? I'm I'm really glad you asked me that because I'm going to tell you, I just pulled up the homepage. God, look at all these famous people. Oh, the, 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 whatchamacallit, Duffer Brothers. They did Stranger Things. The Duffer Brothers are in there now? Uh, yeah, developing an original TV series. Now, I, I would not say this is the only thing you need to learn if you want to do that. You know, you'll probably need to make some calls. Mm. But um, the last one I was watching is a very this very interesting guy. He wears a waistcoat, as you say, um, or as you uh, as I say, a vest. How Sleep Works with a guy called uh, Matthew Walker, who's really interesting. Mm. John Kabat-Zinn. Um, there's an American poet I like a lot, who I think was the poet laureate for a time, a guy named Billy Collins. Um, the composer of one of my favorite contemporary poems, Forgetfulness, I'll put it in show notes. Uh, Billy Collins, uh, a great poet. Uh, Tactical Empathy with Chris Voss. Mm. Boy, if you just need one to watch. Oh, uh, let's see, Neil Gaiman, David Lynch. Boy, it's a sausage party in here for me. Um, Ron Howard, uh, Steve Martin. Um, oh, yeah, I want to check in on Shonda Rhimes. Oh, God, you. why are we not talking about Werner Herzog? Werner Herzog. He's got a great accent. Bounty hunting is a very complicated profession. So let's start with that. I think it's some good just... recommendations. People oh, need sorry. to you go. Want one and, okay, you want one and only one. Okay, you no, know what? No, it's good. I like, the, I like that you did All a right, few. All right, Dan. I'm going to put Chris Voss. Okay. Okay, now this is cool. I'm clicking. I'm going to Tactical Empathy, which is one. Chris Voss, All Lessons. I'm clicking. Tactical Empathy. Mirroring. Labeling. Mastering Delivery. Right and uh, and uh, yeah, this this guy's really he's dining out on this FBI work. He's got some really good. Uh, also, well, uh, not related. There's videos of him on the on the Google owned uh, video service. But I think you want to go in here. Oh, class guide, class guide. Is that wait? Is that a download? Is that is that an actual uh, portable document? Okay, I'm gonna put into show notes. And this is not an ad. Well, it is, but I'm gonna put tactical empathy. The first one, meet your new instructor, instructor Chris Voss, and I'm gonna put this into show notes. If you want to know the Merlin approved, as her, as Colonel Potter would say, this one gets my official okie dokie. Uh, start with Chris Voss, tactical empathy. The word people go to sign up for this nonsense. They just go to masterclass.com/slash/back-to-work. They'll get their fifteen percent off and all go right. there and then call it a day. That's all they gotta do. Call it a day. Easy. All right. Easy. People fly too much. Our thanks to Masterclass for supporting 5 by 5 and Back to Work. People fly too much. Mm. Now, um, the Wahlbergs, 
let's leave behind the collective uh, uh, nouns. I have some odds and sods that are a continuation. I had some good wins this week uh, in, in a handful of issues. Um, why, with your cockamamie app, I can't tell how long we are. What were we? Probably, I'm going to say... T- 40, 44 oh. minutes, 58 seconds. Whoa. We have the, the, the master class is our sole sponsor this week. Our yes. exclusive, our exclusive. Yeah, they wanted uh, to be exclusive, partner. so we gave it to them. Huh. All right. You know? Uh, can I go through some things? Oh, sorry. Just, did I cut you off? There was something else you were going to talk no, about. it's good. Can I talk Let's more go. about Florida sports? No, I just, what I was just trying to say is I feel like for people who are having trouble getting into i love how you make this you make it sound like like you just found out you had a small heart attack and have to get in shape and uh-huh. so you, like it sounds like like there's some reason that people need to be getting there, into sports there is there is you're saying there's a hole i'm saying people i i have had so many people come to me and say i can't oh, get into sports you, huh? okay. i can't get into sports and i need your help to do hey, it hey dan uh, quick question mm. um how do i get, I get, into, get sports? into sports you got to find a team to like you have like to have some Step skin zero, in the game. As you say. Okay, skin if you game. just put a football game on and but the person has never okay. seen football before, they're going to be bored. They're going to want to get out of there. But if they have a reason to like it, yeah, and like, like you're probably going to say something like, "Well, I bet a lot of these guys can't even do basic arithmetic anymore." Oh, because because of the head things. The uh, what they call that's CTE. the reason that I feel guilty. Oh, sure. What about boxing? I, I watched uh, I Raging like Bull oh, a couple weeks ago again. Whew. Boy, that De Niro fellow, he's going places. Got my kid to watch 33 minutes of The Godfather, which is the furthest we've ever gotten. Really? We got up to what I consider, it's not the first act, but what I consider the beginning of putting the pieces in place. God, you know those dissolves, those long dissolves? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's after Mr. Waltz makes a discovery in his bedchamber, mm. and there's a very long dissolve. It's like a, what was the term for this in the industry, like a 20-foot dissolve, like a very long dissolve to Don Corleone's face. Wow, mm. such good. You know, Sonny's a hothead. Oh, you no, know, he totally is. And then you got Fredo out there, he's banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. I'm Mo Green! <laughs> um, but, uh, wait, now, what, what was my point? Sports... Okay, so you're saying go get into a local now. Now I suggested Chris Voss from the FBI. Do you do you have any pointers? Should you you know what might be good? This is going to seem a little bit opportunistic, or uh, verging on the mercantile. But maybe find out what your idiot male friends are into. Are they into a certain sports team? And that way you can uh, try to curry favor with them and cover up the fact that you're not really like them by pretending to like the local team that they like. Maybe there's maybe there's like a community college you could you could pull for the human beings or something. Well, that would be nice, but that doesn't actually deal. help you as a person. It doesn't help you as a person. Sport. You're saying is it extrinsic versus intrinsic? Is that what we're talking about? Because you're doing yeah. it for the wrong reasons, the outside reasons. I'm saying that if if you really want to get interested in something, you have mm-hmm. to have some skin in the game. You know, it's a good team, the uh, the All Blacks in uh, in New Zealand. They're they're an amazing team. Mm-hmm. They, they they play a, a, a New Zealand rules footy. <laughs> Neat. And they do a haka. You ever seen the All Blacks do a haka? Haka? You ever seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Don't no. Google it. Just answer the question. No, I haven't. Oh, so uh, uh, owing to, I mean, there are a lot of, like, I think actual Maori people who play on the All Blacks. 
and um, great uniform. Uh, the name refers to their uniforms, which are all black. Oh, I see. Uh, it has a different meaning here, I guess. But, and it's got, got a fern. They're big on ferns in New Zealand. Have you ever seen Hunt for the Wilder People? No, but I saw you tweeting about that. Don't, don't look at my tweets. It sickens me. No. Um, <laughs> oh, boy, it's a good movie. It's got ferns in it. And it's got the guy, not Sam Harris. He's the podcaster I don't like. Sam Neill from, from, from the Jurassic Park is in it because, you know, he's a secret New Zealander. Mm. He's in it. The kid, the kid from uh, Bumblebee. Uh, the kid from Bumblebee and um, and which movie is he in an X Men movie? Oh, the Deadpool two too. The kid from Deadpool two, he's in it. He's a wilder person, really good. But they do a thing, and it's a Maori thing called a haka, and it's like a. I mean, I don't. I forgive me if any of this is culturally insensitive, but before, I think at least every home game, the team, the All Blacks, all come out and they do this thing called a haka, which you've probably seen parodied in places. But they come out and do what what I would perhaps insensitively call a war dance. They come out and they do this choreographed, like grunting, like thing. The other team like has to stand there respectfully and watch. They aren't allowed to make fun of them or anything. And, and then they play. And they're one of the winningest uh, uh, teams ever, the All Blacks. There's a documentary about them. I had, I had an All Blacks jersey I bought when I was there. When I did that talk where I cried, I bought an All Blacks jersey when I was there, but unfortunately I lost it in a purge. Like my Archers of Loaf shirt. That reminds me. Archers of Loaf have a new single. I'll put that in notes. Did you ever get into Archers of Loaf? Did you ever get into the uh, Research Triangle indie rock scene in the 90s? Super Chunk, Small, uh, other bands, Merge bands. Good bands. Good bands. No. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm, what am I writing down? I'm writing down All Blacks Haka. I'm writing down Haka. This is a really good notebook. I found the perfect combination of notebook and pen. Mm, what Haka, you got? What you got? Well, it's the tool uh, pen, and then um, one of those uh, I can find it for notes. But you know the T U L, right? With, with the with the slide, with the with the long U sound over it. Tool T U L. Umlaut. Not the band with that. Uh, What's that guy's name? Maynard G. Ferguson. Not that guy, but uh, but Tool. Not that terrible band, but the uh, the pen. Mm. It's a very smooth mm. ball style point pen. It's mm. very nice to use. And this is the oh, I don't like saying this at all. My notebook. <laughs> It's Japanese, and it's M-N-E-M-O-S-Y. Yeah, I have one of those. Well, it's real smooth. Those are the best. And because it's so I've got actually ones right here, and i got one on the shelf ready to go. I mean, this is, you know, like a happy Romeo and Juliet or something. Because, boy, it slides real nice on here. It slides real nice. I'll find the one I've got. It's a, it's a, see, see, Dan, a, a desk use notebook. Is a special thing, right? Like I have my preferences. My preference is number one, hard to find, right? Number one, hard to find, because if it's up to my standards in terms of like the quality of the paper and how it feels to use, it can often be difficult to find a uh, what do you call it? A top flipper, top bound. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's like a steno pad yeah. or a reporter's notebook. Yeah, yeah. You don't get that many of those that have great paper and are small enough to fit in in the area I have on my desk. But um, um, I'm using that. I wrote down Haka. And then what's the other thing I'm writing down? Something about sports? No. Chris Voss. It'll come to me. I'll search it. Um, oh, notebook. I got to find my own. This is a regular Jeff Goldblum. I'm going to write down notebook in my notebook. Yeah. It's sort of like how I write. The very first thing I write on every whiteboard is buy more whiteboard markers. Mm. Oh, I also found a whiteboard marker I like. It's retractable. And I like it a lot. Um, oh gosh, I don't like to just talk about buying things because that's not how I mean it. Can I talk about some of my wins? Yeah. Oh, this one's really boring. You know, I'm a ramekin man. I, I love me a ramekin. 
one of those little dishes, you know, kind of like the kind of thing you get a creme brulee in. But also, you know what I mean when so I say for people who don't know what you're talking about, these it's, are the small could, baking dishes. A lot of people dishes. would call it a bowl. Yes, thank you. God, you Google fast. It's, I, did, well, a lot not, of I did not would, do Google this. I know sure what did. this is. I did you, not. Well, you were a big fan of the Orlando ramekin. The, it is a baking dish. The reason I know this is because um, I was recently tasked and, and rejected hmm. uh, the rejected. task of making flan. For a bunch of people. Oh God, who wants flan? And Ooh. a ramekin is it's like the putting little, raisins and stuff. Just don't. It's the little dish that it can be served in. It's ceramic. You've seen it. They in can a be restaurant. big. They can be little. When you think of a souffle or a creme brulee, that's usually served in this bowl. And the distinguishing characteristic I want to say of a ramekin is not its size, but its shape. Which is yes, it's like a bowl. But imagine a bowl with more tapered, but more or less straight sides. I don't know why they put little ridges on the outside. Uh, but they do. But you can get ramekins in all kinds of sizes, and I do. And I use them for What are you all... doing with these things? Well, one thing that I do, um, to use a term that I learned from Top Chef and uh, Ratatouille, what, what you call raccoonatouille, raccoonatouille, mm-hmm. raccoonatouille. Um, I'm a big fan of what some people call, no, I'm not going to be evasive. There's a term in, in cooking called mise en place. Mise en place, we've talked about here before, is, is just specifically with regard to cooking, like getting your area ready, getting your ingredients ready, like prepping everything you know you're going to want to do. And so that you can, like Colette says, you know, and Ratatouille, you know, you're keeping your area clean, pull your sleeves up, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I use it for ingredients. So like if I'm making um, um, sausage night, is probably not the best example. But like if I'm doing like one of those things that just requires a butt ton of ingredients, I like to pre-measure all of those. Uh, as we say in Ohio, you pre-measure all of them into a little ramekins. I also use them to um, to organize my my pills. You know, I use them for lots of things. Yeah. I, um, but then they're great. But like a ramekin, in my understanding of so a ramekin, and here's the funny thing: if you go to the uh, the uh, the e-commerce website that's based in uh, Seattle, you go and you look at ramekins, and here's the problem: is like you're not going to have any idea. You ever go to Amazon and there's that thing where there's that weird disembodied grayed out outline of a person holding the item with their left hand underneath and their right hand on top. And you go, this book is this big. And you can tell because here's a torso. Right. To give you context for how big an item is, they do sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, It's difficult to tell how big your ramekin is unless you know what you're looking for. If you've never bought, bought a ramekin in your life, then it's going to be probably a little confusing and you might end up getting ramica that are much larger or smaller than you expected, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that, but what I'm trying to say is, it's uh, it's 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 a round bowl, but it's hard to tell. Maybe hard to tell how big it is, but it is round. That's what makes it ramekin, in my opinion, anyway. There's probably other ones. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Mm-hmm. And I love my ramekins. I use them all the time. My oh, you know, okay, okay, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead. And, this is not an important part of this week's big wins. But we received something from the Lego company that I ordered in June, and it arrived as I was leaving to come talk to you today. And do you want to know what it is? Do you yes, please. Out? No, I want to know. The uh, I think it's called the Galaxy Cruiser. I want to say Benny's spaceship. The reissue of that from mm-hmm. the Lego company. Mm. The like, oh yeah, yeah. Did I put it in notes? I think I put it in notes. But like, go look at that thing. Um, clicking. I'm reloading, masterclass, forgetfulness. 
I don't remember putting that there. Galaxy Explorer 10497. Now, if you're in the Brick, the brick uh, community, you've probably heard about this. They're doing this like uh, whatever, something, something anniversary of Lego and putting out like new versions of classic sets. Look at that Galaxy Explorer. Oh, I'm looking at and, it right now. So I think this came out in like 79 or 80 maybe. That is so cool. I wonder. I mean, it's got this, Benny. comes with a Benny. I'm positive that I had this. It was, I mean, like, I, I, I was I not into this. Lego. I was. I was not into Lego as, well, okay, I mean, like, I had Lego as 100 in, like, bucks? Yeah, for this. Dang. Giant. It's That's giant, amazing. Dude. No, it's a good deal. Well, I mean. The little robot. Get, well, yeah, and if you go look at, look at the cover. I'm positive look at the I had this thing. One, two, three, four. Getting those look flat panels. Do you remember the movie Firefox with Clint I Eastwood? I remember of it. Oh, okay. I thought that was uh, the guy. Oh, I'm thinking of Enemy Mine. No, not really. But it Clint Eastwood like in this movie. This is an okay. I'm looking this way. I am googling this one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put this in the show notes. It is a 1982 film. I don't know how well this thing did, but it says it's a uh, action techno thriller film produced, directed by, and starring Clint Eastwood, based upon the 77 novel of the same name by Craig Thomas. Basically, this movie is weird. Clint Eastwood is some kind of pilot and his goal is mm. to steal this Soviet MiG-31. Oh, Scott, see, but, I mean, Dan, am I right, though, that there was like this rat king of movies about guys in jets that kind of looked like a Viper? Yeah. Well, not a Viper, but looked yeah. like, a, you know, like a Battlestar Galactica sort of ship. So they're trying of. to steal this secret plane, mm -hmm. but there's like, a, it, it was this cool looking plane and it was very, it, it was just cool. And they, then they, at about the same time, they started coming out with these flat, smooth pa panels in Legos so that you could put them right. on top of your you know, make an airplane. But like, but like, but like if you're getting the kits did not used to be, all I was going to say was that like initially, I think castles and space mm -hmm. were two of their big initial themes. They also redid the first, that, that's out the first castle, which looks amazing. Mm. But like, given that you're doing kits and you're making stuff now today, you pick up a set as, as everybody knows, anybody, the real heads know the, the quote unquote Legos for girls, those sets called friends are T H E best. They come with all the best little weird parts. You get lots of flowers. You can make a hot dog stand like I've done. I'll put it in notes. Good hot dog stand. And uh, But, like, no, in this case, like, what would you do? So you think about the little one or two nubbin guys. Yeah, you use those for lots of things. What are these flat things for? Well, they're for this set. You may find other uses, but isn't this kind of the beginning of, like, we've made a kit, and then when you're done with this, you can tear it apart and use it for other things. But... Stuff like those panels. Or like my kid did, um, oh my God, this amazing Jurassic Park set, recent Jurassic Park set, where it's like where the T-Rex, again, I'll find this for notes. Why do I make so much work for myself? Where It's where the T-Rex is out and like it has broken through the wires and the fence and there's dangly wires. But also like imagine the using rectilinear mostly blocks, you have the chaos of like an overturned vehicle on a road. Ditto. The same way you've got these panels on here, right? You're yeah. going to have to get all these wackadoo things that approximate like what a rough, you know what I mean? What a rough surface looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so you were, you were, you were into it. You were, you were getting, getting the occasional Lego. Well, I wanted to get the set because then you could get those pieces and you could make your Firefox yourself out of it. I love that. That was like, that was the hot stuff back then. I really recommend for anybody... I mean, I, Dan, I'll pick these up. They had these at our Walgreens, little like those little tiny sets mm. that, you know, 
I mean, bigger than a blind box or unsighted box, but like not a full like SETI set. But like you could you could hold it, you know, just in your one hand like a little set. Mm -hmm. I'll pick up a friend set just to have something to do with my hands at night. And the friend sets are so fun. The other one I recommend if you want to get Lego for a kid and you don't know a lot about kids or Legos, you mostly can't go wrong with the creator sets. And the creator sets for the the cost sensitive child, like I very title. Okay, very the cost sensitive. <laughs> the cost sensitive child. child. You get a creator, and it's frequently a vehicle, right? It'll be like a, uh, and they have different sizes. You can get big ones, little ones, medium ones. But like, even if you get like a fairly modest sized one that makes a car, every creator set makes three different things with the set, with the pieces that are included. So you get like three for the price of one. If you're mainly into building more than and whatever, I'm not a Lego hardcore person. I love the kits. I I loved making the Hogwarts school and stuff. Yeah. You know, Hagrid's hut. I love, I love the kits and my, I'm happy to say my kid and I still make those. Uh, not this one, boy, the kid is already really dug in with this one. I was barely out the door, but you know what we use is ramekins, ramekins and bowls. Cause I'm an organizer of parts. You know, you get the numbered bags mm -hmm. and I like, I always like to believe there's an internal logic, even if there's just one, two and three inside of there's three different ones. I like to keep those together and I use ramekins for that. Remikins, this is going to be one of those things where you're going to find uses for Remikins you didn't do know. Do you mix uses? Like, would you one day be using one for Legos and then the next day oh, yeah. you're making flan in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might make a flan, the man with a flan. I I don't uh, like flan. Uh, I think it's a terrible... It's basically like, it's like choosing to eat unscrambled eggs. Um, but, uh, and I'm going to send you a really f wonderful image All from right. this box... But yeah, of course I do. I don't have bespoke set aside uh, ramekins just for my pills. I mean, you know, I don't, I, I don't have that kind of money. I, I couldn't have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Lego's a good toy. Uh, you know what? I'll just send this to you. I'll send it to you and you can zoom in. Although I kind of feel like this might would maybe make kind of maybe good show art. At least it delights me. Let me see if this will paste out of the Google. Yeah, paste it out of there. This is, yeah, there you go. Okay, look at... um. Look at that and and, uh, and uh, double click that and then zoom in on like the <laughs> the robot yes. and the spaceman. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's technically Benny, but anyway, it's like Ninjago. You just got you just got to learn it fanatically. But like I, I, I joked with uh, James Thompson about this in June when this was first announced. But I got kind of obsessed with that particular part of the image. That should be that should be our. I'll make a good, good looking version of this. Okay. But there's a robot, a really cute, very basic robot, and he's holding what looks like a travel mug of coffee. And I would you agree that it looks like the 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 white suit astronaut is interacting with the robot, like they're about to talk to each other. Yeah, or they something? look like they're like he's walking up to him. He's like, hey, like what's up with you? And the other guy's like, have some coffee. One goes, I I have I have coffee and mug. Right. And then the other guy goes, I have walkie-talkie. And doesn't so it kind of seem like they're going to... So what? Doesn't it seem like they're kind of going to make a trade? Yeah, they're holding out. Yeah, they're going to trade. Like, you obviously need this one more than I do. And, and he's like, well, you look like James you need was, some coffee. I want to know every single thing that led up to this particular interaction. What what kind of emails were exchanged? Were the robot and the astronaut were going to meet and make a trade? Well, I have another question for you. Yes, you there. If you look closely at the side of the helmet... Um, there are little indentations where I think the a visor would be able to have 
clipped in and then rotate upwards down. Do you see what I'm talking about? No, I, I know what you mean. Do they? Did they in, have in the, that? Is that something I they don't used to have? Think, well, in the community, people pay a lot of attention to stuff. Like, does this recreation of Benny like have that? Like, if you remember in the Lego Movie, Benny's helmet has a break on the little chin part at the bottom because that always broke mm. on this set. Mm -hmm. The Benny's little, and so hilariously, you know, all the Lego stuff is fun, but the first one, and I, I tell my kid this all the time. They're not listening, but the thing I love about the first Lego Movie. Uh, which I think is called the Lego movie is like the reason I love it so much is that it is really about Lego being Lego. Right. right. It's, in the later ones, they have fun and they do crazy stuff. But what makes the first one so delightful and funny is like when Chris Pratt's character, uh, the everything is awesome guy whose name's escaping me. I'm really sorry, kid um, takes a shower, like Lego come out of the mm. faucet. Like everything in the Lego world is Lego. There's nothing where they're like, oh, yeah, something, something. I guess that's made of Lego. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of the real heads, they'll spend time thinking about, is that little dimple dent in the top of Benny's the same? It, it sounds like what you may be asking me is, does this come with visors? Is it advisable? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just wondering if, if they were there in the original. I don't know. That's, it's interesting what, I think in a lot of ways, see, I don't know anything about this, and I really don't want to argue with somebody who likes Lego a lot. But, you know, there are certain kinds of pieces, like those little round one dimple things that, depending on the color and transparency, can be almost anything. They're frequently used for flowers. They're very often used for water, like all those kinds of things. Like you can get, and again, the friend sets, you guys, I'm telling you, I got to photograph that hot dog stand for you. Maybe oh, I got, uh, hold yeah, on. Yeah, you there, go. So I was just Googling this. Mm-hmm. And this led me down a short rabbit hole that took me to an eBay thing where there, where there's a guy talking about this and he says, does it have, the question is, does it have the new helmet? And the answer that depends on what you mean by new, the design is pictured, but perhaps had to be seen in the listing is not the earliest design from 1978, which had straight sides with a rounded, but not semi-spherical top okay. and a cutout for the face that was a rectangle with rounded corners and no provision for attaching a visor. It is the design they started ah, using go. around 1987 and may still be in use for some figures, which is overall rounder in shape. And the facial cutout is kind of angled up toward each end it is half circle at each end. And there's also a slight indentation near the ear area for the ends of a visor attachment and the deeper small round indent to form along with the nubs inside the ends of visor, the hinge of a visor. This Ooh. is not... One of the more recent designs, which incorporate the helmet with a shoulder yoke and equipment that overlaps oh, the front and back yoke. of the body. Huh. I hope this answers your question. It's neither yes. the newest nor the oldest helmet design, but perhaps the most huh. historically common. Yes, they say writing is dead. I'm trying to fix. Did you know there's a perspective fixing tool in Acorn? No. Oh, my God. It's so cool, Dan. You basically draw. You, you, you say, give me the perspective fix. And then you draw the four corners of something that's foreshortened or whatever. And it makes it uh, uh, out of perspective makes it normal mm. Gus Mueller so mm. that's a win I thought Dan that I was gonna uh, I said I said to my uh, my lady friend who again is not listening I said you know you know I said ha huh, you know I sure do like chicken wings I don't know if I like chicken wings wings or just hate chickens but like and want to see their downfall but I, I end up in a given month eating more chicken wings probably than a lot of people um, and 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 this is where it all comes together well less Lego but more ramekin Mm -hmm. What if ramekin, but too much? I, I, it bugs me that unless I get to get a to get a dipping affording bowl, 
that's uh, circular, it's going to have to be so big. I know you're with me with this on, from like a physics or as you say, calculus standpoint. Yeah, sure, sure. I got to put way too much of my francs into into the bowl uh, in order to create enough that then there's a circumference where I can get in. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine like I'm pouring my francs in a Frisbee, la, la, la. Like I'd have to put so much in there to get dippability. And I said to my lady friend, I said, I might have to go on Shark Tank. And this is a joke because I know Kevin would understandably not want to do this because there's no original IP in it. Also, he really likes weddings and funerals because people always spend irrationally. But I said, I may need to go on Shark Tank and pitch my idea of a dip, dipping bowl, a bowl for dipping. You know what I discovered, Dan? What? I discovered you can get bowls that accommodate dipping. And, and they also work uh, like a ramekin. And so I got, uh, from the Amazon company, I ordered some of these oblong three-ounce bowls. I can also put these in the notes if there's any uh, bowl heads, as we call ourselves out there. That was a huge win for me. So now I can dip my dip my wings. You know, I got I got good I got good ramekin uh, adjacent bowls. We got a Lego thing that arrived, and it was my other big win. Oh, my other big win is um, we're gonna, we're almost done, right? Yeah, it's adjacent to this week's challenge for Dubai Friday, which um, sometimes Dubai Friday challenges start with something. I mean, given that Alex and I both have brain problems, it's not surprising that it starts with something like a little too specific. It gets a little general. And then we try to make it like very general so you can do whatever you want. Um, and I think this week's challenge was called something like um, learn to do something faster. It was originally going to be about like specific apps. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say, have you ever heard of an app? I feel like this app might have been around forever. Have you heard of an app called Text Soap? That sounds vaguely like, familiar, but I know. Text it sounds so. Well, I'm always looking. I like things that do lots of things. Like there's that website. Uh, I think it's called Yay Text, which for years was my go-to way. I'll put it in notes. My go-to way to like do, what do you call it? You know, styled text, like Unicode-based style things, where you abuse the Unicode protocol to be able to make like bolder italic text. You know what I'm talking about? You go there yeah. and you can make like monospace. Here, I'll show you in monospace. I'll say, um, hi, Dan. I am uh, from a typewriter. That's one of my favorites. This is, I always, whenever I'm doing a robot voice, I do it in this one. Because it, you know, it isn't too cute. It doesn't have the, the uh, it, it isn't like, you know, too cute. So I'm going to say, hi, Dan. I'm from a typewriter. And then I copy it. I love stuff like this. You know what else I love? Uh, as somebody who, who uh, oh, I said, ho, Dan. No, that's no good. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Um, but like, for example, like we used to have to get rid of your, uh, your dingbats. What are these called? Dingbat gremlins? Zap. Remember zap yes, gremlins zap, yes. and dingbats? Of course. What was that? Was that in BB Edit maybe? Yes. But it was, it was where we would go through. And if you were getting something weirdly encoded, like in my case, I would frequently get um, Microsoft Word files from PC users. Oh, here, I'm going to type. This is what it looks like. Look how pretty this is. Um, and that, and just so y'all know, if you don't know, and you probably know, but that when people do wackadoo, you know, fonts on Twitter, like they're using Unicode, that's the right term for that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you see how it looks like a typewriter they sent you? Mm-hmm. Isn't that pretty? I love stuff that does things like that. I like stuff that can... That's that's what people must be using for like their Twitter thing. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When their .eth name needs to be up. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, have fun. Mm. Need a woman. Um, the <laughs> other thing is, or, or they, you know, really just, you know, liquidate your event. 
Um, I love things that do that. I love zapping gremlins, and I very importantly like things that do title case. Mm. And like, I am always on a quest, especially for that third one. We're like, at least in our world, I imagine when you did stuff with Syracuse, you know, you were probably also under the thumb of big Chicago manual of style. That's the one we generally use. I just want something that does a pretty good title case, but isn't stupid. And I discovered, I discovered this on Setup. And Setup is a, I don't know if it's a good deal or not, email Dan. But it's a thing where you pay a certain amount each month and you get access to all of these apps for as long as you're signed up. I think it's a very good deal. I'm frequently shocked by the apps that are included in Setup. And I just happened to be going by. I was making sure all my accounts were up to date, putting in serial numbers and doing stuff. And I noticed this thing called Tech Soap. And I'm like, I say to myself, I say, huh, Tech Soap. And Text Soap does so many of these different things. And in particular, does a lot of them better than other actual bespoke apps. There is an app, I want to say that I bought with money, but I don't remember, that is a cross-platform Mac and iOS app just for doing stuff with title case and yay text type things. But like, when would you want to like fix title case on something, right? Generally, like let's say you got a bunch of titles that you're thinking about. It'd be nice to select them all and like right-click and have a service run all of that. Like that, that other app will do that, but it has to open the app and it bounces and you got to deal with it. Text Soap does so many different things to your text. Like pretty much anything, all the stuff you and I have always done with text, you, like um, UU encode, like, you know, decode hex, like any of the stuff you need to do, it's all in there and you get to roll your own in like multiples. So if there's something tedious that you have to do, with busted ass text frequently, mm -hmm. and it usually takes you five steps. Guess what, dummy? You can now make that almost like the way you'd make a shortcut, but easier. And so far, more defendable. I don't know why I'm talking like this. And you can go and do that. And then on top of it all, you could pick one that's like your blessed text scrubber. So now, long story short, I, uh, I got all of that, and I can right-click. It comes with an agent that runs as a service, and now I can right-click and text soap fixes See, fixes that's so stuff. perfect. I love the little services. People won't talk about services love enough. Love the services. Well, if you tune in to Do By Friday, uh, this week, dobyfriday.com, some of my other ones I will just tease. I ended up oh, not nice. coming up. I'm going to let you go in a minute, but but because um, uh, uh, we need to go. I've done some new stuff with Better Touch Tool. I'm excited about I've been using Brett Terpster's search link. I've just started using that. Um, those are all good. That's mostly, you know, that's most of the big stuff, if I'm being honest, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was kind of an unsatisfying episode. No, I, f I feel satisfied. I, well, I, well, yeah, but like, what, what about, you think our listeners are going to be okay with this? Yeah, they'll be very okay. How do you know that, Dan? Because are you just I saying know words? listeners because they're like me. How do you, oh man, I don't want to know. Mm. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, don't, so, so, so to conclude, Benny has a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think we have time today to do this to show up, but I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to get it out there. Make, making a spaceship, I got little bowls I'm happy with. Mm -hmm. I love to organize my pills. Tech Soap is, is fixing uh, my case. And I think that's probably it for uh, the August 2nd, 2022 episode of uh, Dan Benjamin's Back to Work. Let's probably go ahead and button it up. Yeah. All right. Okay, I love you. I love you too, Merlin, man.